GM, GM, give me just a second, guys. Setting a couple things up. Also going to do a giveaway here in a bit. Um, so I got to set up that tweet as well. Make sure to be on the lookout for it. But all right, I am getting this going real quick. I'm going to step out on this balcony where I am and enjoy the nice ocean breeze while I sit here and talk. It is the 94th consecutive episode of Wonky Weekly Alpha live right now from Art Basel. So if you guys would like to join that request button, guys up on stage with me if not don't worry um so first and foremost um it's been it's been fun down here man so far i ended up going to the uh the rug radio event yesterday made sure to rep the stonks shirt while i was out there um which was a lot of fun man being able to display by far the best art in all of Miami, easily. And, you know, it, it was recognized for that. So, felt good about it. Crow, my man, what's going on? What's up, man? How's Miami? Dude, it's good. It's good. It's been, you know, good trip so far, chill vibes. Got in yesterday. Um, I was an idiot the night before. Did not sleep whatsoever while I was packing so I got about two hours of sleep on the flight going into yesterday but caught up on some of that last night and you know like I think the beautiful thing about these type of events I don't know exactly what I have lined out for today but you know you kind of go one thing at a time you figure it out go to the next thing and it all just kind of evolves rather than feeling this pressure of having to do certain things at certain times, because I feel like if you have these, you know, certain expectations for what you have to do, it, it just, it never really lives up to it, right? Like the pressure of doing that, especially with the way that traffic is, everything else in this city, you're not going to make it happen. Um, yeah, just go with the flow, man. That's it, man. So what about you, man? What are you up to? How is Philly? Philly's cold, man. I'm. I wish I was in Miami, to be honest. Um, I'm. In, I'm in Gala though. I'm in it. Highest hourly close since June. Let's go. Yes, sir, bro. It's been killing it. So I mean, it's slowly but surely grinding up. I mean, honestly, <laughs> basically everything right now is slowly but surely grinding up. You know, if Cosmos is slowly but surely grinding higher that the market is a little bit frothy so um it's it's been good man what else, what other plays have you been in recently um not, nothing notable i've been losing um but i'm learning a lot this is my first time trying my hand so um i'm coming oh, back shoot i forgot that you recently decided to give it a go yeah, I'm being more conservative, uh, less leverage, um, and just you know, swinging for contact instead of trying to hit home run every time. That's been that's been my takeaway. Gotcha, man. Um, so it was Vlad and the Room One Ten crew who finally got you to decide to go down this rabbit hole, right? Yeah, BTC art. He like kind of held my hand through. Um, getting set up on the exchange and learning the mechanics. So where, uh, where are you trading? Um, Femex. Femex. Okay. So you were not a citizen of plow. Um, now Femex, uh, I've, I've heard decent things about it. I've actually never used Femex before. Um, but nice, uh, man. Femex, they're, they're, they're pretty, t- they're, they're cool. I like him. Is that uh is that where Rooster resides as well? Uh, uh yes, I reside as well. Or at least that's where I just found money and I was like, fuck it, let's run this bit up that I found on this exchange. 
Fair enough, man. How do you just find money on an exchange, though, is, is the next question. I would love to go and just find money on a random exchange. You know, walking down the street and you see, like, a quarter on the ground. It's pretty much <laughs> okay. the same concept. Except for you just go to a random website, you log on, and you just randomly have cash there that you drunkenly deposited one night. Exactly. Fair enough. <laughs> no, see, that's a, uh, yeah, honestly, I don't, I remember I used it like, what, maybe 20, 20 something. And um, I just went and logged back into my account and I found some money there and I was like, oh, sick. I didn't forgot I had this on here and uh, I'll start using this as the, my leverage cannon. So how has, you know, I, I haven't really looked through it. How do you feel like overall the experience there is versus other exchanges? I think it's main attraction is like the, uh, uh, the limits and uh, no KYC <laughs> is probably the biggest uh, attraction to it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that's a big part of it. Matt, uh, I don't really know. I mean, it has, it has sufficient enough liquidity. I'm, I don't think it's as, uh, as big as used by bit. Fair enough, man. I mean, um, you know, it's one of those things, though. I feel like every exchange that does not have KYC, it's only a matter of time before they get there. Because the roulette, the way that it spins is you have this table where the wheel is spinning. And as, you know, somebody's like, hey, guess what? We are the exchange that doesn't have it. One of two things happens. Either A, you know, something ends up coming after them, shutting them down for X, Y, Z reason, or B, you know, they grow to a point to where it's inescapable and they have to eventually implement KYC. My biggest question is with this next cycle coming up, how long is it until it's basically impossible to open up a centralized exchange without KYC that people can actually use and trust? So I, I think the era of KYC lists centralized exchanges is coming to an end it's not there yet though femex is like one of the last one of the last men standing there'll be a couple more that pop up like if like once once the larger one you know as they grow and get bigger and then they end up you know caving then the, then a new one pops up right but i i typically don't I won't just blindly deposit onto an exchange without it like actually being tested. Like I have no problem trading on DEXs either. Like, yeah, sure. Sometimes I, you know, it's just people not, not going to want to be paying the gas fees. Um, it's not too crazy right now. It's still, uh, you know, manageable to still get profits even with, with high gas. And then a lot of people are, you know, a lot of activities on Solana nowadays as well. Um, which is, a lot cheaper uh, than Ethereum, but yeah, no, it's a uh, Femex. I like they, uh, they've always settled. I've never had uh, any issues with them. Um, Fair enough, man. Sorry. I didn't know if you uh, muted there and cut out whenever I was bringing Pythonomics up to the stage. Um, so, all right. I just, for everybody's sake, quick pause i did go ahead and tweet out a giveaway um for today's space i kind of like that stonk i like the gradient with it kind of reminded me you know it's not quite miami vice themes but it's kind of got you know that a little bit of the same type of vibes you know the sunset type vibes kind of reminded me a little bit of that as i'm here this week for basil so thought it'd be a solid one to give away for today's space all you have to do is go up there, like and retweet that and actively listen until I do the giveaway, right? Like I'm going to go ahead. I go through the list of everybody that has liked and retweeted that tweet. Um, and I randomly generate a winner. And then from there, I just double check and make sure you're actively in the space. And if you are, boom, get your stock. 
So that easy. Um, but yeah, you know, so go ahead and make sure to do that. Drop a comment on it too. You know, I mean, like the comment won't get you any extra invites. Should, but you know, you should drop a comment on there just for the culture. So, okay. With that pause, we will now, and, and you know what, too, I like, I am going to be giving away throughout, I, like, there's no reason to not continue to give away these stonks just to be able, you know, for the culture. I look back, that was another thing I think that really kicked off the run the last time was just, you know, generosity. And giving away to be able to grow the community, get the word out there. And, dude, I'll tell you, like, I'm being absolutely serious. Wearing, you know, I, like, I'm wearing my stonks gear as much as I can here in Basel. I just feel like it's one of those things. When you have a project, when you have high-quality art, you want to share it. <laughs> so, I, actually, there were a lot of conversations that ended up sparking up yesterday because of the stonks shirt. So, um, you know, love to hear it, love to see it, love to see what other people are working on here. Um, it, it's just a good vibe, man, being able to connect with people in person. Um, Pythonomics, my man, how is it going? Good to have you up here. Uh, GM, GM, thank you for having me. Uh, it has been a whirlwind of a couple weeks uh, with the crazy market moves and just the overall degeneracy in the market. I'm loving it. So what is your, your current play right now? What are you focusing on? Uh, right now I'm actually still, uh, being a cash maximalist. Um, I dug myself into a pretty deep hole over this year. So I'm still trying to climb my way out of it. Um, part of that involves, you know, uh, having a nice, big portfolio of uh, pandas because pandas will pump and they will pump hard. And I think they'll pump even harder on uh, the Solani ecosystem because there's no bridge right now. So there's kind of like a, uh, an extra rarity factor associated with it. Um, but other than that, it's just been kind of in and out on uh, various uh, Solana tokens. Like I traded Jito, I traded Bonk, uh, uh, Flowmatic. Uh, I still have a, a bag of Flowmatic, by the way. Um, so it's just kind of, uh, you know, finding, finding decent setups, jumping in, jumping out when I feel like it's, you know, ready to, ready to correct and then finding the next one. Um, so yeah, it's just been, uh, just been all over the place. My sleep schedule is completely jacked up. <laughs> so I mean, all of this though, even with the jacked up sleep schedule, it's not even leverage right now. You were just playing in a shitcoin casino, um, and rolling the dice, which honestly, that's the thing that people don't understand. The shitcoin casino in and of itself may as well be playing with leverage, depending on how degenerate you are. Because you don't know, you may have a position and it's basically playing with 100x leverage because you see a name, you see a ticker, you don't know anything about else about it, you ape into it, and you don't know whether you're going to wake up the next morning to a 10x or whether you're going to wake up to a rug, which is basically the same thing as liquidation. Wake yeah, up but... to both. You can wake up and it's 10x. You don't sell and just watch it rug as well. <laughs> You're not speaking from experience, are you? Oh, no, abso absolutely not. I've never round tripped anything. What a Chad. What a legend. No, I've, I've, I've round tripped so many things. So, what's the biggest win of the week, uh, Pythonomics, as far as anything with the, you know, are you, are you primarily playing with Soul? shit coins or are you playing with uniswap like in the eth shit coins or you know have you been on the avax stuff because i know avax has had a bunch of meme coins that have been popping up over the last couple of days um like where where have you primarily been focusing on um so i i've avoided ethereum um i i actually just tried uh trading a a meme coin over there just to test the waters and immediately got rugged so i was like you know i'm, I'm done with this ecosystem um, I've been focusing primarily on Solana and AVEX. Um, AVEX, I, I, I've, I've, pri I've primarily been playing the majors there. I haven't been playing memes. Um, you know, I'll, I'll play, uh, the AVEX, the native token itself, and then kind of the utility tokens there. So things like, uh, like Joe for, for Trader Joe's, you know, exchange, um, and some of the gaming tokens as well. So, 
Um, it's been it's been fun, but I, I feel like Solana has all the attention right now. So that's where I've been focusing most of my uh, most of my time and most of my kind of energy to to see what's popping over there and see if I can uh, see if I can print. I love that, man. I mean, it's honestly this move. I didn't expect it to be this violent, this fast. Um, you know, I, I was expecting, like, actually, here's my deal. I, I think up to $80 soul is kind of what, have I, what I expected for this year being the top. So we're getting closer. And I really wonder, you know, I, I'm, I'm not positive what ends up happening from there, man. I'm a little bit. I kind of feel like we're due for just a little bit of sideways chop for the market where, you know, pull back, end up consolidating in this area for a little bit, you know, a few months of accumulation before anything really major happens outside of that. But, you know, with the way the market's been trending, it's also just difficult to sit there and say, you know, to fade the possibility that it could just keep trending higher. Right. You know, strength is a difficult thing to fade, especially when we've looked at what's been happening recently. So it's one of those things where I think the way that you de-risk right now is not by trying to get greedy and doing any shorts and saying, hey, you know, like hey, it looks a little bit too frothy. Let's go ahead and try to catch that and try to, you know, like what is the point of capturing the 20% downside when you're talking about over the next couple of years, a two, 300% upside with the market. So I think that, you know, maybe if you have some bags and you're riding with it, selling a little bit, like you said, being not necessarily a cash maximalist, but having some dry powder to be able to buy those dips and be able to participate in those plays as they happen are important. Um, but you know, I, I just don't think it's the opportunity. Like now is not the time to really be fading anything that's trending. Yep. The trend is your friend until it ends. So, you know, write it, write it while it's there. You'll know when it ends. And that's when, that's when you step away and kind of just reevaluate. Like I, I've been kind of testing the, uh, the euphoria in the market. Um, and this is going to be a, a little bit of a shill. Um, yesterday, I launched a website, a very simple website, uh, just to track how much the D gods uh, bonk allocation would be worth had they kept it instead of uh, it getting burned and then moving to, to Polygon. Um, that post blew up. And <laughs> I mean, there's so many degenerates in the Solana ecosystem. There's so much hate for, for Frank in this ecosystem. It's absolutely hilarious. I was not expecting this to to get as much traffic as it did. And it's just, it's amazing to watch it. Bro, I saw that. I, okay. When I first saw you share it, I didn't realize that you were the one that built it. <laughs> so... I think that's incredible because you know for the rest, as long as Bonk is continuing to pump, which who knows how much longer it has. Honestly, from the rumors I've heard, there's a Coinbase listing coming up. Whenever that's officially listed is the top. Like, it's that simple. The Coinbase listing will mark the top. Um, and it'll probably mark the top as far as looking for, hey, when's a decent time to maybe not you know, be so degenerate with some of these different meme coin plays in the soul ecosystem. It's probably coinciding with that. Um, you know, like for instance, when you look at Pepe where whenever Pepe topped out this summer, there was a several month pause before everything really started to move again. Right. So I think it's the same type of thing with bonk bonk is, you know, playing it similarly to the way Pepe did back then, just in a different, you know, ecosystem. Um, when it tops out, the rest of the shitcoin market cap for, or not not market cap, the rest of the shitcoin market cap for Soul probably does as well. Um, so the question really is: is how long does it take until it gets there? How high can it run before it actually happens? So, I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, like lo looking at Bonk, it, it, it looks like it's the same playbook as uh, Shiba Inu last cycle. Um, it was kind of the same thing. It Shiba um, 
did a 10x or something from from the bottom prior to the Coinbase listing, went all the way to the top, Coinbase listed, it dropped, it it basically retraced the entire move, and then it ran again. If if Bonk does the same thing, I think I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to be able to retire uh, before the real start of the cycle. So how early did you get in on the, uh, the Bonk play? Uh, I was not very early, to be honest. Um, okay. I, I actually, I had a bag in January that I purchased and then I fumbled it, lost that. And then when it started rising again, I, I, I hated it because I was like, no, I fumbled that bag. I don't want to touch this. And then I eventually just, you know, got over my ego and, and purchased it somewhere around like, uh, what, 7 million market cap? I think it's at 10 right now. Uh, no, not not million. Sorry. Um, 700 million and 1 billion. So I, I, I did the I, I did basically a, what, a 30% move there. Um, and it was it was pretty good. It was a pretty good win. Um I am hoping that when it does retrace it, it goes pretty deep. Uh, not not because it'll hurt other people, but just because I want to bite some cheap bunk. <laughs> That's fair, bro. I mean, I get it. You know, the question always becomes whenever something does retrace like that is do you have the balls to actually follow through? Because whatever it does, one, it's kind of difficult to actually catch the bottom of a falling knife. Like, odds are, if you try to catch the bottom of a falling knife, you know, it's going to go a decent percentage lower. So, A, you have to be willing to accept the volatility risk. You know, you have to understand in that situation, okay, I'm doing this for a longer-term accumulation play rather than something else. And as much as people preach DCAing, I think that's what you really have to do with the mentality of trying to catch those dips is saying, okay, this is an X-month plan. Um I am going to slowly enter. I think that starting to do it at this point is a good idea. You know, I think that's the type of play for it. But, you know, again, it just depends on what point of the market cycle we are as a whole. Um, because, yeah, there are periods right now where you'll have these massive sell-offs and you'll have, you know, the next day, it'll end up completely recovering. And it's it's been crazy just seeing the overall progression of it. Bonk has completely exceeded my expectations. I expected it to run to do all-time highs. I didn't expect it to happen this fast. So, um, yeah, you know, but it, it, it's fun seeing that coins are doing that again. You know, it's encouraging. And we're starting to see that confidence seep into other areas of the market. I mean, we've obviously seen, you know, there have been several NFT projects that have started to get some solid love recently. You know, talking about the pudgies and price discovery. Um, talking about the pandas right now, starting to pump back up. You know, there are several projects that are starting to move like that. I think... D at the high, baby. What's that? It's a new USD all-time high. Love that, man. I mean, it's it's slowly happening, right? And there's still a lot of projects. I think it's one of those things where, you know, the way I look at it and, you know, like I'm looking at the stonks. And stonks have basically still been a stable coin the past several weeks relative to watching some of these other move. And it's easy to sit there and say, man, all right, what, like, you know, I I don't want to say feel discouraged by something like that, but, you know, it, it is. You know, I think in this market, when you look and say, like, it's easy to have FOMO, maybe a better way of saying that as you see some of these other things move. But I I truly believe it's one of those things I've seen enough of these cycles before where that confidence does bleed down across the rest of the market. And it's continuing to just position yourself, do the right things, show up. And eventually when it happens, you know, things move fast and not everything always moves at the exact same time. Right. So, you know, I I really believe that confidence is going to bleed over. I think there is you know, as much of a fit for the stonks as there ever has been with just the generative art side of things from the trading perspective, the history of it, like the stonks are inevitable, man. It is a matter of time. It's a matter of when, not if still, you know, for manifesting um, that, that next leg up. Like I really, you know, as much as I can't, (laughs) I I, I mean, I, I think, 
the community is going to continue to grow. It's that simple, man. There are a lot of people out here. That's one thing that I've realized of nothing else from Basil, like with wearing that shirt around is just realizing like how many people are familiar with the stonks and how many people are familiar with the story and with everything else with it. So, um, yeah, man. Chewy, dude. What's that? You got to do a shoey in the middle of a art basil wearing a stonk shirt. That gets you all the clout. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's, that's the Insta pump. I I made a, or I didn't make all of them, uh, but I was tweeting a, a couple of stonks memes yesterday that I quickly whipped up and thought was funny. Um, I really love the the people rendition that Yakimit uh, recreated upon my request. Uh, thank you again for that one, Yakimit. That might be one of the best memes to date. Um, but yeah, I was posting a posting a few memes yesterday. Uh, Yo, and- pin some of them. You got the water, you ice in your balls. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see some of these memes, Rooster. I've got to. I think I saw a couple of them, but I don't know if I saw all of them. Um, you have any plans to get up with the, the pudgy people? I think they're having a party, right? I am. I actually saw a lot of them connected with some of them last night at the rug, uh, uh, radio event, the R house event. Um, so I am going to go to the pudgy thing tomorrow. It's tomorrow evening. So I will definitely be there connecting with those guys. Ways yet. What's that? I've not, you haven't met up with B ways yet. What the fuck? I DM'd? Oh, shoot, man. I just realized I've got a long-ass DM back. <laughs> I was going to say. I, I did DM him. And say, actually, I try to figure out what he's up to. Like, it's it's tough. Uh, dude, I, I don't know. I realize, I don't know if you have messaged me slash have my, uh, my Telegram, but I'm sending it to you right now. No, I have not. Yet. That's pretty uh, easier. So that's going to be way easier. I'm checking Telegram much more frequently than I am Twitter DMs right now. So, yeah, we'll make something happen either today or tomorrow. Definitely. Like, I mean, right now, though, I'm going to uh, um, I'm staying in the Midtown area with a buddy. So, um, you know, I think tonight's plan be ways. I'm, I'm pretty positive the game plan here in a minute. Um, I'm supposed to go to the South beach side for just a couple hours this afternoon, but this evening I'm pretty positive. Some of the events that I'm going to are all going to be Winwood side. So that's kind of the game plan right now. I'm not, dude, I don't even know what, what events I have actually accepted. I just know that I told a few buddies that I would go with them to them they're like hey got you some spots for these things and i just kind of blindly said yes so you know because again for me it's just about the people more than it is anything else so don't worry b ways time is going to be you know it's gonna happen i want to hear though what have you what have you enjoyed the most so far the past couple days well yesterday i was kind of out of commission i was working and extremely um hung over from the wednesday night party went to like an ordinals party on the beach um nolcha but it went a little bit late so i just ended up um, doing non-art basel stuff or non-crypto art basel stuff for the rest of that um night into the morning so yesterday was a little bit quieter funny you say that but uh, about today because i will actually go to winwood now there's um one i look forward to is a fomoji's party i don't actually own a fomoji but it's like one of the kind of most well-known ordinals projects and i think it's open to non-holders so go and try and talk to some ordinals people there. Uh, I think there's a Jack Butcher pop-up where he's, he's been tweeting about, which seems pretty cool. He's releasing some, uh, some glasses, like some, uh, some actual physical sunglasses. There's like Pony 11 ETH or whatever. Um, I think he has a few models there, like uh, prototypes, which I want to check out. So that's the first thing I'm going to do. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. And then there's like a Tensor store pop-up also in Wynwood. It's all in the same area where uh, I think there's a lot of projects involved, artists, um, 
obviously more Solana. I think also Fuddies from uh, from Sui, which I still vibe with. Um, so I'm gonna go there as well and check out some art. So yeah, a lot of stuff in, in Win- Winwood for me. So I might just stick around tonight and uh, <clears throat> and then meet, meet you there. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. See, I, I love that, man. Like, you, you've got your, your finger on the pulse as far as everything happening. I'm just overwhelmed. And I feel like it's one of those things where I... I almost... It's almost more preferable for me to not know about every single thing happening because I feel like the more that I know about, the more that I want to do everything. And it is absolutely impossible to do everything. Um, but I, I really hope to spend more time on this side of the bridge tonight. It is just such a pain getting back from South Beach. That's why last night, like I stayed at the R House thing until 2 a.m. because I was like, I am going to wait until there is zero traffic whatsoever <laughs> before I even attempt to get out of here to be able to make it somewhere else. Um now the ordinal stuff is cool, man. I'm I, like, I, I love seeing that there's a decent amount of it actually popping up. That's one theme that I've talked about with several people though. B ways is just how ordinals are coming still. And the whole thing, actually, I want to, before I comment on it, I want to get your take on the whole, uh, you know, Luke dash and, you know, the ocean pool, all that type of stuff. What is happening as far as the drama there? What's your take on it? Yeah. I don't know look at all but um obviously there was a, a tweet that he put uh very prominent like bitcoin maxi and and part of a big mining pool who kind of uh, essentially saying that ordinals are spam on the on the btc network um and that future upgrades will kind of um prevent that spam from happening <laughs> he, so he didn't i don't think he used the word ordinals but um i was very clear that he meant that spam is ordinals <laughs> and that caused quite a bit of fud in the in the market of ordinals, right? People just dumping some some JPEGs, some of these more meme coiny BRC twenties, because they were afraid that it actually was true. I, I personally, I mean, I personally think I don't know the technicalities enough to judge whether or not that is possible. Um, but I do know that it doesn't seem to be taken that seriously by uh, more moderate Bitcoiners, uh, and obviously not the, the ordinals community. Um, so yeah, it, it felt to me like a very extremist, uh, close-minded, and I, f- I feel it in general. It's like a tiny proportion of of Bitcoin um, maxis, and it's not even Bitcoin maxis. It's like people that believe that Bitcoin should just be some sort of electronic mode of payment, but not even payment, right? It's like an electronic mode of stacking a reserve asset or whatever it is. I don't actually know how they think about it, uh, but it's a very tiny minority, but they have obviously a lot of power and a lot of um, concentrated wealth there. Uh, but I think probably most people uh, don't see it that way. And I think you've seen, you know, calm return to the market a little bit. But, you know, with all the attention on Solana now, I think just a little bit of uh, a little bit of consolidation on ordinals is my sense. Was there really that big of a sell off due to it? Like, did you see a cool off of the market after? Yeah, yeah a little bit. I think on the JPEG side, on the ordinal JPEGs, I'd say, um, and art side, I think a lot of things we trace maybe like 20 percent ish. But after a big run-up, so it doesn't really feel bad, to be honest. And then on the BRC20s, which are the kind of more meme token um, or early meme token implementation, those went down. They were running up super hard before, so they, they were like 2 to 5x, then they went down maybe 30 40% or 50% in some cases um, after that. But yeah, nothing too dramatic, I think, still. It, it feels, uh, it's kind of early days. I'm happy to talk more about it. I, th- I think the vibe that I feel in, in Miami here Although I haven't done too much on the ordinal side so far, uh, is definitely very much art and tech focused. So a lot of art conversations, art installations, uh, and then a lot of conversations around, you know, obviously the protocol itself because it's so early, right? It was only released less than a year ago, so it's still a lot of discussions on actually what needs to be built and to make the experience better, etc. So there's, I think, a lot of a lot of good conversations like that going on. I hope, but I'll find out more this afternoon as well. Well, the one thing I'll say toward that whole discussion v ways that i i really got as far as conclusion is like you said i think when you have rapid growth in a sector like what you've seen with the ordinal space you know it comes in waves 
And these type of FUD, you know, events are actually huge opportunity moments because you're at an inflection point where I don't think ordinals are going away. You know, the I, I've read several things back and forth. Doesn't really look like they are going to be able, you know, as much as they're pushing for it to be able to censor those transactions. I just don't think that it's really reasonable, feasible, etc. So in the meantime, though, there's a huge spotlight put on it. And there are more people than ever that are familiar with it. So it is in more people's mouths. It's in more discussions, more conversations. And at the end of the day, what that really ends up being is growth, right? If it is not this ordinal's killer, like what, you know, the FUD makes it potentially out to be, then it ends up being an ordinal's growth catalyst. And, you know, in the meantime, for the people that actually believe in it, you know, it's something that does end up bringing opportunity as far as being able to maybe enter into something that, Hey, it was moving a little bit too fast and maybe you missed something. And now maybe you have a retrace and, you know, for the people with higher conviction, FUD brings opportunity. That's the key thing, right? Like, and I think it's, you know, FUD slash or it's conviction slash patience with anything that you have, that you are looking to continue to invest your time in, invest your capital in, you know, it's conviction plus patience. You know, it's like, that's the NFT market in general. Yeah. I couldn't agree more actually. And sentiment wise, it feels only sentiment wise. There's there's a lot of differences, but Ordinal's vibe right now in the last few months doesn't feel too different from Solana NFT vibe, uh, whatever, eight months ago, nine months ago where actually within the community, there was a lot of excitement still, and people were just vibing. They survived some of the bad times, and some cool stuff was being built. But outsiders didn't take it serious, right? They're like, this this is a dead chain. Um, this whole thing doesn't make sense. Solana already lost, SBF, FTX. All the narratives that people on the surface kind of uh, vibed with, right? But that weren't actually true. And I feel a lot of that same kind of fundamental setup with ordinals, where it's just being faded and... A lot of the fade is just not for good reasons, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I see a lot of parallels there. And we'll see in like six months, you know, how it goes. I could see something happening like like it's happening on Solana now. Um, obviously, with lower volumes because kind of really supported. But in terms of excitement and money flowing in, um, I, could de- I could see something similar play out. That's fun, though, man. Like, we are... You know, the crazy thing, too, that I was thinking about the other day, we're still at such early stages of of this market in general. You know, we are having so much fun right now and we're not even at the having, you know, it's it's still another like four months, four or five months away. Like, dude, we, that's what I was like thinking about to myself is there seems to be a lot of euphoria on the timeline, but there are zero normies back. So I'm like. I don't know how to feel about that. It's it's crazy, right? Like we are having fun and we don't even have new entrants that are really returning to the market yet. So it is, I mean, maybe a few, but maybe like right now it's just the same people with more confidence and we're, I think maybe some people that left for a while have come back. Maybe that's happening, right? But as far as just new blood coming in, it's not really here yet. And it will. Like, that's the thing. We we, we can sit here and people can speculate if, if, if. It's not an if. It, it's going to happen. And it is going to be on a scale unlike anything the majority of people here expect. We're so incredibly early and I, I do believe that, you know, it's, it's going to be insane, man. Like the more growth that we have right now, the higher the launch pad for what the next two years are really going to do, because that's where the real fun is going to be is 2024, 2025. Like it's what I've preached for a long time. What I really truly still believe. And it's, man, it's it's going to be crazy. 
thought about is like at least in my bubble it seems like the people who stuck around the most like throughout the bear market whether it be you know be in their bags so they just became a community member and they just dumped so hard and you know they've just forcibly became a community member or you know those who actually believed in the you know the space and the projects that they owned and have continued to stack more right like the nft people are the ones that held it down at least socially uh throughout the entire bear market yeah (laughs) i mean a lot of people were down massive bags um, but you still had community, right? And there, if you found the right group of like 10, you know, 20 people or so, sometimes even group chats of like a hundred plus people, like if you found the right group, you probably had an okay time throughout this bear market and are part of the reason that there is confidence coming back in the market because you were one of those active participants. I think people are underestimating how much this cycle is going to eclipse last NFT cycle. I honestly do. I, I, I don't think, I don't think last cycle was even close to the amount of activity we're about to see. Um, in- yeah, no, that's the whole thing, right? NFTs are really like, I, I believe in general coins are going to pump and there's going to be some big pumps that come along with that. NFTs are going to be where the majority of the opportunity is. And I, I actually think the NFT pump will last through 2026. Like, you know, I, I don't think it's just going to go away after the next two years. There's still going to be opportunity in 2026. It's just the real frothy early stage stuff is going to be the next two years, right? Like, where you're going to see the real catalysts of the blue chips of old that are cemented are going to be in the early stages, you know, sometime here in the next year. I'm scared to take profit on anything. I have like, yeah, a number on screen has gone up, but I haven't sold a damn thing yet. So, you know, essentially I'm still in the same position. I was (laughs) 60 days ago before everything pumped. Because uh, I'm just absolutely terrified to realize any profit right now. Um, I know as soon as I sell something, like in, including Mad Lads, like, you know, they're only trading at like a $15,000 floor right now, even though that's a 10x from my initial entry. I know as soon as I sell that, um, they're going to shoot like straight up to 50 or 25 or and the same thing with Pandas. They just breached new USD at the high, but... I can't. That's still undervalued. Stonks, absolutely not selling anything at this level. Like <laughs> it's, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm kind of honestly stuck right now. Just absolutely terrified to take any profits. Rooster, rooster, please, for everybody's sake, please sell a few of everything. Send everything. No, absolutely not. I will either round trip this entire cycle and then. 2029 watch out or graciously and then i'll be able to slowly exit some positions while holding moon bags so we'll see yeah maybe i'm not selling now uh, i like for instance you know i at one point earlier I, i think a year ago had listed my uh my honorary panda for like 42.69 ETH. I, I would not even consider doing that right now at all. It, it just, it does not, you know, or maybe it was 69.42, 69.42 maybe. And then I'd like sweep a bunch of other, you know, pandas, like the smaller ones with it. But, you know, overall looking at it from the perspective of where this stuff is going, it's like, if you've got a bag, you hold on to that bag and you know, there's, unless you really believe this is the top, right? If you don't think that there's any chance the market continues to grow over the next two years, which if that is your thesis, please sit down with me and tell me what everybody else is missing. As far as like, what's going to be the thing that kills crypto at the end of 2023 into 2024, 2025. It just, it's, you know, it's stupid. Nobody, nobody thinks that. So I think patience right now is the key thing, right? Like there'll be a point 
obviously with certain things where taking profit is important, but I agree with you. If you don't have to across some of these collections right now, there's no need to. And, you know, it's, it's just fun, man. It's fun seeing this vindication for people that have had that conviction over the past couple of years start to play out. Um, and we're still super early in it, man. There are a lot of different projects that deserve that type of love that haven't gotten it yet. They will. Um, and, you know, the projects that have, like, all because they have doesn't mean that they won't see any more. Right? Like, it's, you know, there's, I, I'm so bullish on everything with this space. It's not even funny. Same. <clears throat> Got to set it all with haste. Uh, I think stonks need to go to one ETH soon enough. I think as soon as um, as soon as ETH NFTs find some more momentum, I think the momentum now is kind of limited to obviously Penguin, the budgies that have been done extremely well, and the pandas on the IP side both have been crushing it. But the rest of the rest of ETH NFTs has been a little bit under highlighted with everything on Sol. But at some point, that's also that's also going to happen, right? I mean, it's not like ETH NFTs are dead. So when that happens, I think well, that's going to be pretty violent as well. Like the kind of moves we saw well, with like pandas, and actually were the women pumped as well. There was a few others. I'm I'm being not fair, <laughs> um, you know. But there's still a lot of money there. Some is flowing into Sol and Ordinals, but there's still a lot of ETH that wants to go into NFTs on on ETH, right? And that's going to happen at some point. I think pretty violently. I don't know when, but at some point. The thing is, man, you just look for solid communities, and you know, like people will meme and laugh about that outside of the NFT space, but it's so true. You know, you look for the people that have stuck around where you've got this large percentage of the overall collection that are in people that actually really do care about its hands that are active members of, you know, NFT Twitters, you know, crypto Twitter, etc. Like that, you know, have put in the work over the past two years that'll be here the next two years, too. Like those are going to be the people that really shape what this next cycle looks like. And the collections that they're part of have influence naturally. Like it just happens. It's part of it. So I think that, you know, again, it's just, <laughs> it, it, it's exciting, man, to know that we are so early and to see vindication that the NFT market isn't going anywhere. It is back, right? Because even two months ago, yeah, I, I felt like there were people giving me a you know a hard time for some of the tweets that I'd put out there about how much conviction I had in the NFT marketplace and where it was heading and about it bottoming out. And lo and behold, what's happened since then, right? Like we're starting to see a turnaround, but it's still super early in it. So, you know, I think the, that's the, the thing to preach across the board for everybody. It is so early as far as the NFT marketplace is concerned right now. It's not even funny. Like, the majority of crypto, because, you know, I, I think if there's one edge that I get from coming from the crypto Twitter side, it's that the majority of people from crypto Twitter still think NFTs are a joke, are worthless, and don't won't ever have a chance of running. And which is so stupid to me, because meanwhile, they're punting on whatever the most random meme coin is. And they believe in that, but they're like, oh, the idea of buying a JPEG, oof, you know, that's dumb. And I'm like, bro, you're buying, you know, Harry Potter, not Harry Potter, Obama, Sonic 10 Inu. What I, I mean, maybe like, and you believe in that, but you don't believe that a JPEG of a panda or whatever else has a chance of running. It's just, yeah, I don't know, man. There are people that don't no, have Twitter vision. bros lonely. They're, they're, they're lonely. As every, every trader thinks they're the best trader, you know, in Web3 and anybody who disagrees with them is just simply wrong. And then they build up enough of a following that then they start shilling shit coins that they get uh, early access to. Um, <laughs> but like, no, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amusing. And the the fact that Forbes was it the Forbes article marked the exact pico bottom of NFTs, not even what three months ago. <laughs> and then whoever that dude on that TikTok or whatever that was like talking over it over the Forbes article, like. It's actually comical, like how entertaining things play out. Like as soon, that was an obvious bottom signal. Like what, honestly, one of the most obvious bottom signals that, that you can see is whenever a massive company like that 
who has massive reach just calls something like NFTs dead. And if you've been in the space at all over the past, you know, throughout the bear market, you'd obviously know that was cap. Um, yeah, no, it's it well, just you know, it was Barstool too. Every, but, yeah, oh. Barstool, yeah, everybody, everybody was hopping on the NFTs are dead. And then they try to bring up like, oh, we haven't touched on this, dude. Did you see <laughs> someone posted in uh, on Reddit, in the money subreddit? They're like, I have a $20,000 offer on my Pudgy Penguin right now. Uh, and then just the comments in that like Reddit were absolutely hilarious, dude. And it's been a meme uh, over this past week. It was honestly probably one of the funniest things I've seen this year. No, I, I haven't seen it. Uh, but, like, the top. Um, oh, shoot. I had a winner for... Actually, no, they're in here. Okay, I've got a winner for today's stonk. Um, it is Kid W3. All right, so Kid W3. Looks like you are a Bodago. Um, and now you are also about to be a brand new stonk holder as well. If you want to come up on stage and say something real quick, you are definitely welcome to. Um, you don't have to. I'm going to shoot you a DM here in a second, but I would love to have you come up here, join stage, and just tell us a little bit about yourself um, just as somebody new to the stonks. But again, I'm going to send you that invite. Don't have to do it. I am going to send you a DM. It will be for me. Don't reply to anybody else. Say, you know, and just shoot me your ETH address. You don't have to sign anything. I will send it to you. Um, let's see. I'm DMing you now. There he is. I got to run in the meantime. Congrats, man. Congrats and welcome to the community. All right, man. Take it easy, B-Ways. I will. You've got my telegram now, so I will see you soon. Um... All right, kid, welcome up to the stage. Congratulations, sir, on the new stonk. It is going to be sent your way here in just a bit. Uh, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Kaleo. I've been following you for a long freaking time, man. I've been on this thing since uh, 2021. Got sucked in with the Meta Thugs and just been riding this thing ever since. And I've been following you along and I've been keeping my eye on the ledgers forever, forever and ever and ever. And uh, I just, I'm thankful. I appreciate it. Of course, man. So when, when did you first get plugged into the space? So I got plugged into the space back, like I said, back in November, 2021, when uh, Chris Brown, unfortunately, was pumping the meta thugs. And that was when, you know, everyone else started to ride that same wave and, I'd always kept my eye on like the tech industry, Web3 and all that stuff, but I had never officially like stepped into buying crypto and anything else. But once I seen like the NFT start to come on, that's when I first started to get in the market and get involved a little bit. Okay, so you've been around for a minute then. Yeah, I've seen a lot of shit and I lost a lot of shit. So, you know, we're, we're all been in there and just following that you got you, you specifically has helped me along my path and just following a lot of the guys you surround yourself with is just been a good guidance so it's just i got an unfortunately in a bad time with and following bad advice and uh people so it's it's good to be in this spot right now well that's tough to hear man i mean i think that that happens to a lot of people getting in it you know un unfortunately the, re the reality of this is it's super easy to get in at what in retrospect is a bad time because that's when the most hype is right like naturally the most people are going to hear about something during the most bullish point of it <laughs> and which means you're going to have a lot of new entrants that have these terrible entries but the thing is if you have conviction to stick around the space eventually with this space if it does continue to grow which you know i believe it will they end up in retrospect being good entries gives you plenty of time to learn plenty of opportunity on the downside um, so I, I love hearing somebody that's been around through that period. Um, just having the opportunity to join the community is awesome, man. You don't have a stonk right now, do you? I do not, but now I do. So I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty excited to join you as community. Love that, bro. Love 
I, I love I love that you were onboarded by Chris Brown and stuck around for easy. Like that's <laughs> that's amazing. It really is. Like <laughs> I mean it's a unique story, but I wonder how many other people that have been onboarded by those type of celebrities actually had the balls to stick around after because some of those rugs were brutal. <laughs> Um, Eddie, bro, I gotta, I gotta send you a song too. Like, shoot me your ETH address because you, you're always up here on the space, the stages with us. So, you know, like, I appreciate okay. that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a. I won't even give you my hot one. I'll give you my cold, so it'll just stick there for a bit. Love that. VGF, haven't seen you in a minute, man. What's going on? What's up, man? I'm walking down uh, Winwood, headed to an event. I saw the the title, and I saw that you made the the last minute trek. I did, bro. I did. I uh, I'm currently in my buddy's condo, still just up here knocking this out. After I knock out this, which honestly, I probably need to wrap this up because I've got to really got to get ready for the day. Um, but yeah. You know, just hanging out right now, getting ready to go hit the rest of the day here in Miami. Lots of things to do, um, but it's it's fun, man. We got to try to connect while we're here. Definitely, yeah. No, that's that is the way. After the last couple of years, where I had like every half hour of my day scheduled, uh, bounce out on last minute notice with no plans and just going with the flow has been quite refreshing. Yeah, how is it out there, dude? I'm so sad that I can't go. It's like the FOMO is severe, but that's what it is. Well, it is definitely uh, FOMO-inducing. There's quite a bit happening, but it's a very interesting cross-section because you can tell, like, all of the companies or projects that have, like, you know, that budgeted for the bear market, and now everything's rallying. So it's, like, this really weird overlap of like balling on a budget meets balling but uh it's good energy good vibes all around you know what i also love so this is like kind of a hilarious thing to say but i just love um hearing some of the tea that comes out of it like did you hear what this person did and i'm like i'm just i'm just third partying this like sure man feed me the tea i find it hilarious but uh it's just you know Next time, I actually kind of want to go to NFT Paris, and it looks like there's a good chance that I might go to uh, Rare Evo in next August. And I live, I live like a mile from New York City, so I'll be at NFT NYC. Uh, but yeah, it's just upsetting. Oh well. Pandemonium next week, though. Pandemonium next week. I'm sure you're getting hyped for that, especially watching the pandas move leading up to it. Yeah, not only, yeah. Just like you were saying, not only has everybody budgeted for bear market, we're pretty rich again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, especially all the pandas going to meet up, and everybody is like up massive amounts. You, A lot of these chads, dude, like ripped. 50 stacks for like $400 per panda. So like a, a lot of people are sitting comfy now. And nowadays you can take out loans instead of actually having to sell your, your NFTs. You can just borrow against them. And for a lot of times, 0% interest. Uh, I'm doing that on two of my pandas right now as well. Uh, just to, just to test it out because I didn't want to be, it's the alpha. It is NFT Fi. It's the main thing. By the way, um, if you are selling an like a lot of people don't realize this, if you are selling an NFT and that NFT has um, has blend turned on, and you don't want to pay the royalties and gas fees are low, if you take a loan, you don't pay royalties when you sell on Blur on loaned items like loaned NFTs. So, yeah, it's man. All right. Well, guys, I love y'all and really have enjoyed this space. But also, I've realized I've got to get moving. 
as far as you know getting the day going out here. where are you going what, what's what, just last thing what's the like highlight for the day dude i don't even know like that's why i've got to get moving <laughs> it's because i have zero clue on what the highlight for the day the next step is i think i'm supposed to go like i've got a buddy that's being picked up from the airport right now uh, my buddy is picking up another one of yeah, and they're stopping back by the condo. We're supposed to go over to South Beach for a bit um, and then have an event later tonight. I haven't even looked at what the event is. I just blindly said yes. So, um, yeah, you know, I got to get it all lined out. <laughs> so. And it. Appreciate again all of you guys coming. Wonky stocks are inevitable. Um, we will see you guys uh same time same place next week